Hi, I'm Marion Maniker. The Indian art market is doing very well. Saffron Art just had its winter auction, which brought in $7 million. Uh, not only did they sell 80 out of the 100 lots on offer, but 46 of those 80 sold for above the high estimate. And Arpita Singh's Wish Dream set a record for an Indian woman artist at $2.2 million. The other top names in the sale were Souza, Raza, Hussein, Gupta, all the familiar names of modern Indian art. I asked Minal Vazirani of Saffron to give us a little context to what's been happening in the Indian art market. I think um, if, if I were to look at kind of a snapshot of the market from, you know, 2000 and when, the year that we first started up through, you know, 2010, um, clearly the peak of the market was 2006. So from, in 2005, the, the size of the entire Indian global auction market was $52 million. And in 2006, it was $144 million. That's a, that's a growth over one year of just under 200%, 177%. But that 177% growth wasn't sustainable. And in fact, there was a crash just after uh, that lasted well into 2009. Uh, and I gather there's now been a recovery. Uh, what's been the trajectory uh, of the Indian market since 2009? You know, the overall market between 2009 and 2010 has increased over 100%, and we haven't even closed out 2010 as yet. So, um, you know, clearly there's a move upward, um, and I think what's led that move is top-quality works by the leading modern artists. Um, and I think, you know, important works of theirs have... Uh, at the top end, gone beyond their peaks in 2006. So it does seem to be much more about the quality of a specific work rather than looking at the artist's signature, as, as may have been the case uh, earlier. I think the market has, has developed. I think there's a greater sophistication in buying. I think there is a great deal more information. Buyers have become more sophisticated as they've seen many more images. It really is very much about quality. And I think at the top end, what's happened is there have been higher prices for top quality works by the leading artists, higher prices than we've ever seen before. That's impressive. But more impressive to me is the success you've had selling high value works online. How is it that, that people are comfortable buying art at these prices online? I think all of a sudden, um, there's there's a level of trust that the collector and the buyer begins to build up with the online interface. It's it's basically us saying over ten years, you know, here is price transparency, here are comparison of prices, you make a decision. And they're making that decision without actually having seen the art. Uh I mean seen it in person. I know they see uh, images on the web, uh, and I know that you have um, locations where people can come in and see the art uh, themselves, but you, you do have buyers who are buying essentially off of the web without actually having seen the art uh, in person themselves. Just to give you an idea, the, the two highest price works we've ever sold have been bought by buyers who haven't seen the works. Uh, one of them um, was a buyer that I did have some contact with. And the underbidder, on the other hand, on that work, um, which was a work that sold for about $1.5 million, it was a Sousa, uh, the underbidder had, had seen the work, but the winner of the lot had not seen the work. There was a work by Subodh Gupta that we sold for $1.5 million, um, 
in uh, June of 2008, just under one and a half million. And that work, um, again, was a bidder that we never had any contact with. It was someone that um, came in, you know, that, that came in to bid in the auction and um, and made a purchase. He, you know, he did have a conversation with us, but that was really the extent of it. I think when I say see the work, I mean physically see the work. We do have gallery spaces in Mumbai, New York, and London, and we encourage clients um, and potential bidders to come in and see the works that are physically located there. At the end of the day, I think there is an element to this um, that requires some physicality. You know, there, it's it's a fabulous work of art that you would like to, to view in some capacity. Uh, maybe not before you make a buying decision. It may be an artist you're very familiar with. It may be a work that you know you would like to add to your collection. Um, but at some level, I think that that physical exchange is, is important. I mean, it's art at the end of the day. But, um, but I think uh, in terms of whether people are comfortable making a decision by seeing an image, more than likely, yes. And, and when you talk about touch points or contact, I think purchasing art can be such a high involvement purchase, especially at these price levels, that they do often want to have some exchange with someone from Saffron Art. How much of your success online is a result of your ability to bring together this great number of non-resident Indians who are spread around the world? Without a doubt, um, we've been able to aggregate people from all over the world, you know, aggregate bidders and clients from all over the world at a particular point with an online auction. Um, and yes, there's a, there's been a tremendous interest um, and, and a great deal of momentum amongst the diaspora, the Indian diaspora spread across the world to bid. And I think that was certainly the case leading up to 2008. Um, but I would say for the first time in Saffron Art's history, and I think certainly in terms of looking at Indian art overall in auction, I would say um, probably some of the leading uh, bidders and buyers in auction are actually in India today. And, um, and that's a big shift. Uh, something that's come through quite clearly for us is at the top end, many of the, uh, the buyers and bidders are really looking to buy, to collect, and then to institutionalize their collections. They are looking to create um, museums, institutions, um, and, and you know, in some cases have the works uh, on, on a sort of permanent, either private or public display. And I think that changes the market dramatically. Um, and I think the, you know, the top works that come up in auction as they go to those um, really will, um, will produce a scarcity that... Um, in terms of us being able to see important seminal works by some of these leading artists um, come up for sale. That will, you know, it will, by default, attract that sort of um, buying and that sort of trading. But I think what's happened today is it's, it's actually that it's that individual collector looking to build an institution that is the one doing the buying. It's not so much speculative buying by someone who's looking to sell onward to them. It, it's um, because they're going in and jumping in and competing at the top end of the market. Well, those kinds of buyers are certainly the sign of a mature market, and I imagine uh, their presence makes it easier to source material um, for a sale. We were very clear that we wanted to close out this year with with a very 
um, very strong sale. And it wasn't so much about the number of works or number of lots, um, but just that it should it should contain works that really highlight the strengths of not only the Indian modernists, but, but many of the leading contemporary artists as well. Um, and it's a great way for us to, I think, close out 10 years of, of saffron art as well. Well, I think you met your goal. Manal, thank you uh, for spending some time with us.